0: Hey, this is HK Perrin, and you're listening to Echoplex Media. Check out The Plex, live every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Media.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm white, and I've got everything I need. No one clutches their presses when they're in a room alone with me. And I contrive for any neighborhood I please hour and the police don't do a thing so if i see a pity on the ground i leave it alone and fucking flip it i'm a straight white male in america i got everything i need i'm a guy getting paid more than a girl with a degree I can walk down the streets after dark, no one wants to rape me And I can get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee Just like my straight white male dad did to me So if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America I've got all the luck I need a pile of broken mirrors and I'm walking under ladders and I'm spilling tons of salt but to me that doesn't matter cause my skin and my gender and my orientation are the best things to have if you live in this nation I recommend it highly so if I see a penny on the ground I leave it alone and fucking flip it I'm a straight white male in America i got all the luck I need, shit's gonna work out for me, cause I'm a straight white male in America, i got all the luck I
3: need. Hey everybody, welcome to the Intellectual Dollar Tree, we do this show live every uh, Wednesday at 7pm Pacific, except for a last Wednesday, cause we didn't do it last Wednesday, cause we took the week off.
0: The only Wednesday we've ever
3: missed. I think it might be, yeah. Uh, w- I don't think that's true. We, we may missed. have mi- missed, I think, yeah, we may have taken one other Wednesday off.
0: I'm pretty sure we've missed a Wednesday before. But we can say it's the only Wednesday we've ever
3: missed. I mean, yeah, who's like going to who, fact check us? <laughs> like, who is really going to fact check us? Anyway, I'm Producer yep. Dave. You can find me on Grindr.
0: And I'm HK Perrin. You can find me on Mastodon at hperrinport at port87.social.
3: Hell yeah. So, um... If people heard before the show started, we had a laugh track and that can only mean one thing. That means we're running a Trigonometry episode. And uh, one more time, this is the laugh track that Constantine Kissin put over the YouTube video of his stand-up routine. (laughs) (laughs) It literally sounds like it's from a fucking sitcom. It probably is. He probably stole it from like, um, (laughs) from like, like who's the boss or something. Anyway, this is uh, Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy on uh, trigonometry. Again, we said we'd be uh, finding new assholes to talk about and we haven't talked about Scott Adams yet. So he's definitely an asshole and he's definitely new to us here.
4: To me, at a very surface level analysis, it doesn't look legit. It looks targeted, it looks political. But doesn't that make you worry that come election time, which is literally next year, things are gonna get very ugly.
5: Joe may be trying to hold on to keep Hunter out of jail, you know, to maintain his his pardonability, but without pardoning him too soon, because then it affects the election. It it screams two sides trying to stay out of jail. I mean, honestly, the only way I think Trump stays out of jail is by winning the election. In a way, I think he may have brought it on himself, his very first statement about uh, Hillary Clinton should be in jail. I feel like when he started talking real jail, then politics changed, and they said, "If you're going to talk, he did real bring jail it on himself." Us, but it wasn't. We're actually going to put you trying in to lock up Hillary, right? It looks like that's what's
3: happening. It was through uh, doing crimes. Yep. But the party of personal responsibility
0: really doesn't like personal responsibility.
4: Hello and welcome to Trigonometry. I'm Francis Foster. I'm Constantine Kisson. And this is a show for you. You're who? You're Constantine Constantine Kissin? (laughs) (laughs) Conversations with fascinating people.
6: Our terrific returning guest today is the creator of Dilbert and a prominent political and cultural uh, commentator today. Scott Adams, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, it's great to have you back uh, a lot has been happened since we last spoke the last time we had you on the show uh, you were predicting the outcome of the 2020 election with us uh, you did say at the time uh, that Donald Trump would win if nothing changed, and then a pandemic and an mm-hmm. economic crisis happened. <laughs> <laughs> so your provisor was well crafted. We wanted to have you on uh, back on the show for a bunch of reasons. One of them is obviously there is a big election coming up, and we wanted to get a sense of. I
0: what's mean, to be clear, there. though, if Donald off? Trump hadn't absolutely fucking mangled the response to COVID nineteen,
3: he would have been reelected. Well, we don't know that, but yeah, it seems more likely than not because the, uh, the Democrats once again ran a a weak candidate. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, we don't know that for sure, but, uh, like his response to COVID-19 was just so fucking
6: bad. Uh, the indictment of Donald Trump and the different candidates contesting the field. So let's open up with that. What do you make of everything that's going on so far?
5: Well, it looks to most people to be completely political. Um, I think if you have four. That's victims, absolutely not uh, true. Them look a little sketchy to at least half of the country that it's hard to imagine. That this but it's is-
3: not. No, no, no. They, they keep talking about half of the country. Half of the country doesn't even like when they say, oh, half the country voted for Trump. Now, half of the almost half of the voters voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? They keep acting like this is that his movement is 50 percent of the country, but it's more like 30 percent of the country.
0: Well, about thirty percent of the country voted for him, yes, but his like core base is much smaller than that. It's probably more like twenty seven percent of the country maybe maybe even like twenty five
3: all right, well,
5: political and if you look at all the you know the surrounding things that have led up to it from. Everything from Russia collusion to the the laptop hoax to the fine people hoax, you you see a pattern of really targeting one person in a a huge coordinated way. And I've said that one of the differences between the the Yes, social media. This is in fact the Dilbert guy. This is just observational (laughs) is that both sides have a lot of BS. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's not true that people believe. But generally on the Republican side, it seems to bubble up from individuals. So there'll be somebody who has a claim and other people latch onto it. And then maybe someday somebody in leadership will say that claim and then it becomes a thing. But on the Democrat side, it appears that they do organized multi-organizational ops, you know, the wait, what the the fuck is he talking about? Yeah.
3: That's what I'm, I'm wondering, like, is he, is he, does he think the misinformation and disinformation coming from the political right is just, like spontaneous and organic. Like I don't understand.
0: Like has he not heard of like Fox News, Breitbart, OAN, The Daily Wire? Uh, what's the what's well, the that, that's the a, that's other... enough. That's
3: enough. But what I'm saying is it's, yeah. And we you don't even need to. It's it's the it, there's a lot of moneyed to interests too. Like behind the scenes that are like the Mercers, the Coke brother, rest in piss piss other Coke brother um there you know the manhattan institute the the manhattan institute the like there's just all these think tanks and 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 organizations that are that it's organized it's not like the it's not like the you know if you believe that the, the left is pushing just information that's fine but that doesn't mean that the right's doing it like in a like a spontaneous fashion where it's just like one person like this is dumb these 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 ideas that there's a there's a network uh, there's a network effect at play here otherwise it wouldn't spread what a dumb thing to say
0: yeah but i mean scott adams is incredibly stupid so you know
5: makes sense the that he would think the that the laptop uh, was you know russian disinformation that involved a number of entities that that wasn't a few individuals there were people in leadership who coordinated across the um, the government, the Intel agencies and the media. And to me, that looks like a Rico case, you know, the, uh, American law that would treat, uh, a criminal enterprise as operating in, in some kind of coordinated ongoing. Crim-
3: wait, 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 this is this is racketeering now saying that this looks like disinformation and contacting yes. other people about it is racketeering. That is apparently racketeering. That's, that's a wild claim. Um, I didn't think it was Russian disinformation. I didn't think it was Russian disinformation. The Russians are good at disinformation, and the fucking Hunter Biden laptop didn't make a lick of sense. So nope. the, the original story in the New York was the New York Post didn't make a lick of sense.
5: Old fashioned. So that looks really different, and that's what it appears to be from a voter's perspective who's you know watching the whole field.
6: And Scott, one of the questions I'm always curious to disentangle is. When you say it looks political, are you saying, that Donald Trump is innocent of all the things of which he's being accused, or not guilty at least, or are you saying that his behavior is akin to Hillary Clinton's server, let's say, or Joe Biden's documents, or various other things that are not prosecuted, yet on Donald Trump's case, they will go after every single little thing every time he put a foot That's wrong. a false dichotomy. So is it that he's not guilty, or is it that the prosecution is actually persecution, I guess is what I'm asking.
5: Well, you know, I think you get lost in the details if you start comparing, you know, the Hillary situation to, you know, Trump or any other.
0: It could also uh, be I like so, 100% I'll- true and still political. And maybe that's what Scott Adam means. It's not what he means, but.
3: Well, right. But he, he also actually said something kind of smart there. He's like, we just, he's like, here, listen to what he said here. His response, his answer's not bad, actually. Okay.
5: Well, you know, I think you get lost in the details if you start comparing, you know, the Hillary situation to, you know, Trump or any other. Uh, I think it's it's a valid observation that they're not being treated the same. But I think you could take it up a level and say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he did those things. It doesn't matter how bad they were because the reason they're going after doesn't seem to be related to what he did wait what you you can make so that
0: hold on, pa- on pause that. it for a second here because they're not being treated the same absolutely 100 percent. i completely agree with him they're not being treated the same and it's because they didn't do the same thing right like we have donald different- trump if 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 the government came to donald trump and was like hey you took a bunch of our documents can we have them back and Trump was like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's all the documents and just gave them all the documents they were looking for. Like he knew they were there. He was moving them around trying to hide them. He knew what was there. He knew where they were. So if he had just given them the documents, that would have been it. And that is exactly what Hillary did. That's what Biden did. And that's what Pence did. All of them did those same, like did what the government asked. They said they asked Can we have those documents and they were like yeah here you go well so yes they're not being treated the same because donald trump broke the law the others
3: didn't and and that's not the it's not that's not the one that's not the one i think he's going down for i think he's going down for georgia the 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 racketeering case in georgia but these things aren't being treated the same because like you said more importantly like prosecutorial discretion is what it is. And like prosecutors decide not to charge people with crimes that they may have committed all the time. It's just that this guy seems to have, he's being charged with, he's being charged in a few different places with a few different types of crimes, all sort of related to his time as the president. So it's not like, not like there was one incident. It's, it's, it's being true. It's different because it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like. I've had a traffic ticket before and they didn't treat me the same as like a murderer. And they shouldn't because a traffic violation isn't the same as murder. What Donald Trump did is not the same as what any of these other politicians that they're comparing him to did.
5: Situations. But if you look at the, you know, as I said, the complete, the entirety of it. It appears that there are ongoing, organized ops to get rid of one person for reasons that are not entirely clear, but it must be probably self-preservation or profit or something. But it doesn't look like we're involved in anything that classically would look like a democratic process. It looks like people in power running operations. Well, it's not a democratic, it was an intelligence based
0: law is not democratic. Like right. the criminal justice system isn't democratic. You you don't vote on whether someone's guilty. I mean, unless you're a juror, but that's yeah. a little different. <laughs> like not everyone is entitled to be a juror. It's, you can't say I would like to be a juror on Trump's case.
5: The running whole thing. I don't know that that's the case. It just looks like it is. And um, I just don't think the details matter. But the, the one that really puts it in focus the best is the January 6th stuff. If you, if you had never heard any hoaxes being perpetrated against Trump, you might say, oh, that sounds reasonable that he was trying to overthrow the country or something. But as soon as you start asking any questions about that, such as, all right, connect the, connect the dots. Let's say Trump was trying to overthrow the country and he got some, some people to say that they were the fake electors but they were the real ones. Yeah, let's say they were claiming they were real ones. How how would that go? Would everybody else in the country just say, "Well, you got us. We, we didn't see you doing this fake elector thing. Let's just go on, you're the president now." Of course not.
3: But you that's, that's, but, 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 you don't have to you don't have to succeed at your treason, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, attempted robbery is still a crime. And like In fact, to be tried for like the treason in this, this way, you probably have to not succeed, right? Otherwise if you succeed, (laughs) then I guess, (laughs) I guess you succeeded and now you're in control and nobody's coming after you. Like what the, the, this is, this is dumb. This is incredibly dumb. (laughs) They're also going to focus. I think the weakest one is the, the January 6th stuff. I think that's going to be the hardest one to prove. They're going to focus on that and stay away from the, the, the documents and the, um, and the Georgia one, I think they're going to—they're fo- not going to focus, especially not on the Georgia one.
5: They would go to the Supreme Court, like everything, and then we'd probably get some kind of result we could live with. Or let's say that the the protests continued. What was going to happen? Were the people who didn't have weapons who were trespassing in one building was that enough to conquer the country? you know give me give me some details about how i
0: mean kind of yeah if they killed all the lawmakers too. they they maybe wouldn't have overthrown the country but they would have like caused an enormous crisis
3: like they were there to kill lawmakers well some of them were some of them were well, I, i'm i think we're lucky that a large percentage of them were just older people there there to take pictures for the gram honestly i mean <laughs> like there was no leadership nobody seemed to be in charge you know what i'm saying there was no real plan once they got inside which is good i mean they did steal a door but they, uh, they i ha-
0: mean you're you're saying for most of them yeah there was no real plan once they got inside but a few of them had a plan and their plan was political killing like to kill politicians specific politicians
5: to control of the nuclear triad and the, the fact that half of the public believes that that was an insurrection or could have been one or that i under any, this is more than
3: half the public. Again, I, the way they dice this up is stupid. They're yep. like, well, the, the, election is usually around 50, 50 of the votes. So I guess the half the country, like always just agrees
5: with me. It's like, no, that's stupid stance that could have turned into something that would have changed the, the, I'd be
0: interested to, to know what itself. he thinks an insurrection is though. Yeah. And- I mean, if that wasn't an insurrection, what would be?
3: So there were also reports that there were and these these weren't found or corroborated, but there were were reports that people had stashes of uh, weapons sort of nearby that they were.
0: Yeah, they were talking about them in like their telegram chats.
3: Probably in a Facebook groups, too, because these people are idiots. But yeah, so, yeah, we don't, you know. This is like, well, what would have happened if it's like, well, we don't know what would have happened if because it didn't if didn't happen and like Donald
0: Trump knew they were armed he wanted them to be armed i don't know what Donald Trump wanted
3: you you can speculate on he that said all you that. want
0: no he said that they weren't here to attack him like you watched the january 6 uh the hearings right yes when he was talking about the mags the um you know the the metal detectors uh when he was giving his speech on the eclipse. He told them, take away the mags. Uh, they're not here to hurt me. So he knew they were armed, and he knew that they weren't trying to hurt him.
5: Okay. There, There's no reasonable way that could have happened, but yet half the country has been convinced that it did. Half the country believes the fine people hoax. That half the country believes that the president suggested drinking a disinfectant. None of those things happened. The laptop, no, no, no. we know was not. He didn't
0: su- suggest drinking a disinfectant. He suggested injecting a disinfectant. Yeah, that's and the- he did it on TV, like live television. You can't deny that.
3: Yeah, I know. This is it's it's so weird. Like when they and this guy's a little bit slippery about it, right? When he kind of plays with the exact wording of things to make it like when when he says, "Well, he didn't say X," but like what he said was worse probably more dangerous
5: russian disinformation etc so the the january 6th slash insurrection quote quote unquote um was just an op i'm not the event but the way it was treated and the way they impeached him was just an op to make something that was a legitimate protest Meaning people had legitimate complaints.
0: Wow. That was a Real. legitimate protest. Legitimate complaints, Overrunning the Capitol building through force is a legitimate
3: protest. I think right up until the point they did that, they had a legitimate protest, right? Because we have the right to protest anything we want. But yeah, yeah. Once they started breaking windows and shit and fucking breaking into the Capitol. And fucking-
0: I mean, I would say once they started beating up the cops and p- pushing down the cop
3: barricades. Well, right, that's what I mean. I don't mean, like, once they entered. I mean, like, once... Yeah, once they... Like, up until the point that the a the, the large part of the mob started attempting to enter the Capitol, it was sure it was a legitimate protest, right? I didn't agree with their their grievances, but whatever.
0: Yeah. It becomes not a legitimate protest once a majority of the people are doing crimes in, in the building. Now, or, I, I mean, I some- guess... I have know, some,
3: I have some different sort of opinions about property crime, but this is, this is a little bit different than busting the windows of a fucking cop shop or something, right? This is like, this is like trying to interfere with the peaceful transition of power at the, this, that the, the, the heart of our government. So this, yeah, through
0: violence and fear. Yeah, that's, which yeah. is like pretty much the definition of terrorism.
3: Right. It's very different. It's very different than busting up a cop shop at a protest, right? It's very yeah. different
5: and they acted out and some some got out of control and some were violent but when you see when you see how thoroughly half of the country has been brainwashed into thinking that was something you would call a coup or no, know it was an attempted at I mean, coup
0: they were trying to overthrow the government or at least that's stop a
3: coup that i i i prefer the language they were trying to prevent the peaceful transition of power um, okay yes
0: they were trying to Prevent the legitimate government from taking power.
3: We're just the legitimate president. Most of the government was remaining the same, right? Yeah. It was just the the legitimate
0: leader of the executive branch. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like I said, boy, am I glad they weren't fucking organized.
0: So again, I really want to know, like, what does he think a coup is? If that's not a coup. So if, if that doesn't count as a coup, trying to overthrow the newly elected leader, what is a coup?
3: I would, I would wager that he probably thinks in terms of like that. It's if the military does it, it's a coup because that's like the most common type of coup. If he was to be asked okay. that, I think he would try to weasel out of it in maybe that way, or just say that, Oh, you know, they were just uh, on a tour that they weren't really there trying to prevent the peaceful transition of, of, of power from uh, uh, pre- Donald Trump to Joe Biden. I mean,
0: and- he basically said that he said that, uh, it was a legitimate
3: protest. And to be fair, I don't think a lot of them knew what the fuck they were doing inside that building once they got inside. And that's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I do think that's it's good that it was
3: mostly dumb asses. Very disorganized. I don't know if the individuals were dumb, but like, you know, if it would have been like if there would, you know, if there was an like. If there was an antifa protest anywhere, you know, they have like a fucking, they have like a soup kitchen and like fucking people like directing traffic and telling everybody where the cops are and shit. I mean, these people are like way disorganized.
0: I am comfortable saying that everyone who broke into the Capitol, that building or that day, the Capitol building that day was a dumbass. I'm perfectly comfortable saying that
5: when it's probably still is a dumbass. Trump has been treated in, you know, before the first election and all the way through, seems like more of an insurrection or ongoing coup attempt against somebody who was elected legally once. And uh, his claim is that maybe he got elected twice, but (laughs) uh, I'll leave that to his claim. Uh, I I don't have evidence
3: of anything. So uh, then uh, like a good interviewer would be like, do you believe that uh, Joe Biden won the last election? You know what i'm saying that would be a good interview question right here right now even if you are a, a trigonometry if you are a uh, anti-leftist organization still that the, the the answer is well what do you believe happened who do you think won the election yep and he would uh some people say this and half the people say this and i don't fucking know if like that
4: scott to me i find this whole trump situation incredibly worrying because trump I think most people would realize, is a symptom of the ills of America. He's not the problem itself. But what they're effectively doing... I mean, he has become a a problem himself. ...is they're antagonizing his voter base, and they're doing absolutely nothing in order order to bring about any type of harmony. This is incredibly dangerous, isn't it?
3: Wait a minute, they're antagonizing his voter base? See, like This is okay. First of all, Non-Oliver, I want to know what you think he is a symptom of. You know what I'm saying? Like when you say he's a symptom of the problem, what? Just name two problems that he's a symptom of. But non Oliver's not going to do that. Non Oliver's an idiot, and he just knows that, <laughs> that that's like a smarty pants sounding thing to say about this. Um, yep. But I also don't know, like, what is? Uh, I don't know, like, what he means to try to bring about harmony. Like, how are who, who is supposed to try to bring about harmony, and in what way?
1: I don't know.
0: And what does he mean by? you know we're antagonizing we being you know the left are antagonizing the right i mean like, that's what, what we've we been doing.
3: doing i've i've been antagonizing the political right for a very long time but i don't think he's talking about <laughs> me specifically right
0: i mean i i really want to know what exactly he means like does he mean that like we're trying to pass laws about like uh, allowing Medicare to negotiate drug prices, like is that antagonistic towards? the Oh, you the know right? what he's
3: talking about. He's talking about. He's talking specifically still about the indictments and prosecution of the former president.
0: Okay, well, the left is not doing that. That's the justice system.
3: But he thinks that that's that's the thing is that they're conflating this stuff now, right? Anything they don't okay. like is the radical left.
0: So, to them, the Justice Department is the radical left.
3: Like how Madison star moon yelled at a helicopter and called it a shell. Anything she doesn't like is a shell. Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Was it an
0: airplane or a helicopter? I'm starting to understand now. Was it an airplane or a helicopter? Uh,
1: yes.
5: (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, of course the, the big conversation in America is about the division, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans or the race division, the gender division, et cetera, but here, here's a reframe, um, from my book reframe your brain um but this is, <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably didn't even notice that um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's, oh, a a, humorist. here's another way to think of all this division if you want if i walk outside and run into a black american are we going to have a problem
3: never well it may be because you're incredibly racist i don't know if you if you go about the business of shutting the fuck up probably not if they've seen your Twitter, then there's some, you know, some chance.
0: Uh, can we run like 10 seconds?
5: Here's another way to think of all this division. If you wa- if I walk outside and run into a black American, are we going to have a problem?
0: So specifically if Scott Adams ran into a black American, yeah, he would
3: probably have a problem. Unless he went about the business of shutting the fuck up.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless Scott Adams minded his own fucking business, yeah, he'd he'd probably generate a problem because he's Scott Adams. That's what he does. He
5: manifests problems. In my whole life, I've never had a, a racial problem with an actual person standing in front of me. But then
3: I go off because you don't hang out with black people, Scott. Also, he's in one of his books. He claimed that he had such a problem because he said he was passed over for a job because a black person got the job. Now, sure, that person wasn't in front of him, but that's like a real life problem. If you assume that that that, that he's telling the truth, which I, I, don't, I don't I mean, I, I think he thinks that. Right. But that's like a real life problem that involving a black person in his view. Right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, even if he's right, he's still wrong.
3: Yeah
5: you know racial 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 and you know i I think i'm sending off my good tweet or x post and i think ah got a little dopamine hit if i'm in person i can't get a dopamine hit by acting like the the racial division is the main thing i want to talk about in fact i would avoid it at all costs politics as well
0: okay so so what i got from that statement is well on twitter i can be a racist and it makes me happy but if i was just a racist to a black guy it wouldn't make me happy.
3: Right. And I don't think he means it wouldn't. I think he means like the, the, um, like, I think he may mean that the consequences of such behavior can be unpredictable.
0: I mean, he literally said he wouldn't get the same dopamine hit. Yeah. He would, might get a
3: different kind of hit.
5: Changing <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your cortisol levels. You don't want to get into conflict because your cortisol will go up. You'll feel anxious. It, it just all, it's all negative soon as you get online the cortisol risk goes away because there's nobody there in person and if you send off a good gotcha you know kind of a post you're like ah uh, dopamine maybe just blast so out a, a couple n words through the the social media and then all your all your followers division, like dopamine it dopamine hits
3: so one of the, one of the more recent things he did was he said he wanted to move to like a neighborhood where it's all white people or something. I forget. It was some shit that he said that like got him yeah. in trouble or whatever. I forget. It was some, some video he posted on, on uh, Twitter. Yep.
0: He said specifically like white people should stop trying to help out black people because black people just aren't thankful enough for it. And it's like, Wow. I, I remember
3: incredibly racist. I remember a different one where he was talking about like how, uh, you shouldn't live in an integrated neighborhood or something like
5: that.
0: I think that was the same stream, different uh, part of the stream.
5: And dopamine is almost as predictable as money. You know, they say, follow the money. Well, money is one of the ways you get dopamine. <laughs> so if you just look at the dopamine, of course, we're acting like we're divided, but it's not real. I mean, that too is is somehow a part of the design of the system. I don't know how much is intentional, but uh, it's not a real thing in the real world. As soon as you walk out the door, it doesn't exist.
4: Scott, I I would ask you this. You're watching what is happening with Trump. Now, I'm in agreement with you. To me, at a very surface-level analysis, it doesn't look legit. It looks targeted. It looks political. But doesn't that make you worry that, Come election time, which is literally next. By week, at a very surface level very analysis,
0: odd. does he mean just listening to what Trump says?
3: Yeah. Again, I, the, the, I don't know. What, I think he just says like at a surface level because he he thinks it makes him sound smart, right? He, okay. He
0: because I read the indictment and well, I read the the documents, case indictment. Uh, Those I didn't read the RICO one. It's very long. They're all very long, but. uh absolutely it does not look political like he was doing incredibly nefarious things he was flagrantly
3: violating the law right and like the other thing is like the fact that he used to be the president might make it political anyway not in that the motivations of it are political but that the story around it can't be told in an apolitical way if that just if you kind of kind of picking up what i'm putting down here like that you won't be able to tell it without it involving uh, politics because it's a politics. He used to be the fucking president. I mean, how do you, you know what I mean? The story is political, no matter whether or not the motive, the specific motivation of the prosecution is the story. still a political one. He used to be the president and it is specifically related to documents. He took out of the white house when he was leaving and not being the president anymore. Sounds political.
0: Yeah. So maybe what non Oliver means here is instead of, it is politically motivated maybe what he means is it involves a politician
3: yeah or he may you know it it just depends because their audience is kind of split on trump so they're probably trying to trying to walk tread kind of lightly
5: yeah so here's the warning that i try to give everybody it does look like There might be some attempt by the Democrats or whoever's running things to get the Republicans to overreact, because if they can get another January 6th kind of reaction, some kind of a mass protest, then once again, they get to say, well, look at all those white supremacist insurrectionists, Trump's the devil. You know, he's the one who caused the I'm
3: sorry, but the, the Democrats aren't the ones calling everybody the devil right now, friendo.
5: So They can just recreate <laughs> the same op, and people are already primed to to fill in that frame with, with whatever. That's, new it's
0: interesting that thinking. he says that because Trump, on two occasions—the New York indictment and the Georgia indictment—told uh, his followers, probably the other indictments too, uh, during his arrest or before his arrest, he told his followers to come out and uh he didn't say be violent but he implied it he implied that they should be violent they should violently protest uh I, he he implied i'm i'm not saying he said that cuz he
3: didn't say that but there were implications to what he said sure but that's more about who he is than what he said actually who he is in the the kind of past uh, events right that's that's where that's where maybe the the that you that you might think that it was implied. I don't know which exact post you're talking about. So I, I I don't know. I just I just try try really first of all I try really hard not to talk that much about what the fuck's going on in Trump world and then I'd really try not to speculate about what the motherfucker's thinking or what he meant because who the shit knows.
0: Okay, so let's say he didn't mean to be violent. The only person telling people to go to those uh, arrests was Trump. It's not like Biden was out there saying, Hey, all the Democrats go over to where, where Trump is being arrested in New York.
3: That'd be fun though. If we would have thrown a dance party outside of there,
0: no one on the democratic side was saying to go protest. It was or to go counter protest. It was only Trump telling people to be there. So if anyone is trying to foment the same kind of reaction as, as January 6th was it's Trump, it's absolutely Trump. So I don't know why Scott Adams has this like made up world, like where, you know, it's the Democrats that are trying to, to cause political unrest. But, um, I mean, it's it's probably just because Scott Adams is a smooth-brained moron,
3: oh, or I mean, it's just motivated reasoning. He's incredibly biased and, want, and tries to pretend he's not. I think that's what it is: is that he's just a partisan hack, and he doesn't, yeah. and he, you know, he's trying to pretend that he's not one. I mean, I'm not really partisan, but I'm pretty, you know, our, our bias is kind of out front for everybody to see. Um, we don't pretend like that we're you know shooting straight down the middle or whatever. But I think this guy, and I don't think anybody believes him, but I think he needs to be able to tell himself to some extent that he's kind of a straight shooter or whatever. And he's not. He's clearly like very biased in favor of the former president, and it is right to be so. But it's just so crazy that people like act like he's some big thinker. He's not.
0: <laughs> he has enlightened yeah. centrist
5: syndrome. So I don't want to say if this happens there will be you know violent acts because then i would be part of you know maybe encouraging people to think in those ways and i don't i don't encourage any violence instead i'd rather say that Bye. we're creating a situation which has no predictability in other words if trump were to lose again let's let's say worst case scenario he runs against joe biden which looks to be like that's going to happen at least some people imagine and biden continues to degrade until it's just obvious there's nothing there at this point but imagine if trump lost under that that situation can wait hold on that his...
0: continues to degrade until it's just obvious there's nothing there at this point
3: yeah that's weird right because he's kind of sort of mixing present and future tense <laughs> yeah uh like regardless like that, what like... he said what he said aside no matter what he was talking about it wouldn't make any sense yeah,
4: <laughs> I don't want to
3: get into whether or not uh, Joe. B- I don't want to get into a, a protracted discussion of Joe Biden's uh, cognitive ability ability if we can avoid that.
0: Okay, but I would like to say so that we I don't think that. I don't think Scott Adams watches Joe Biden through like uh, regular colored glasses. Does that make sense? Yes.
1: Yeah, like he, he, he sees- only
0: sees the clips that are portrayed
3: in the right wing media. I, I believe that's likely yes, but I get, any, yeah. I don't want to like get into a discussion about that, that if we can avoid it.
1: Okay.
5: Supporters would say that was a fair election. They just preferred the guy with no cognitive ability over Trump. Would you say that? Or do you think they're going to say, well, there's proof first time we weren't positive, we were suspicious. But this second time, he was running against an empty suit. If he loses then, that's unpredictable. Now, if I were to advise people how to act, if they were sure an election had been, let's say, not completely fair, definitely wouldn't be with guns, definitely wouldn't be with violence. But the same thing I would recommend if Trump spends a day in jail, everybody should show up. Everybody. <laughs> like You should just walk off your job and just show up. Show up A where? A million people standing around the jail, and you don't need any violence. Right? At some point.
0: But um, he knows that full- the consequence of that happening would be violence. Like, Scott Adams has to know that. He's not that stupid.
3: And, I mean, he's, like he says, just show up. I just wonder where he means. I think he meant to the jail, right? Sure. But like, okay, so uh, let's say, let's say uh, for whatever reason, let's just speculate that uh, the judge in the Atlanta case decides that, nah, I got to, I got to incarcerate you until the the trial because you're wiling out, right? You're violating the conditions of your, of your release. So um, does he think people in LA are going to go to Atlanta? What does he mean? Everyone, do you know what I'm saying? It's such a weird, weird thing to say.
0: I mean, I, it, I think it's like akin to like stochastic terrorism, you know, where like he knows that crazy people are listening. And if he tells enough people to go do something, then he knows that some of them will be those crazy people. And the crazy people will do the thing that he's saying to
3: everyone to not do. And not for nothing, uh, a jail is pretty well fortified. <laughs> it's going to be pretty hard. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anything that's hard to get out of is also hard to get into it's only as fortified as the guards are are so willing to if the to. guards are on the side of the, the terrorists then hmm. you know. yeah but that's speculative again um, I'm just saying that like it's not like the capital where there's like a lot of windows and a lot of points of entry because generally I mean generally the capital building is just open and a jail tends not to be open for business I mean it's open for business if you end up in there I suppose but that's different so it's a little it's like they're not getting inside. Like they're just not. It would be a very <laughs> difficult. It, I you and me could defend a jail as long as we had the as long as we had the fucking ability to keep everything locked.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, you can only have that ability for so long.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm just saying it's a different scenario than the Capitol. Yeah. It's a very different types of buildings.
5: Uh energy can be as big as violence and more productive. So I think something massive in terms of physical action short of violence would be the right play. But I don't know exactly what that looks like. So there, there are not a lot of options if we reach that point.
4: Yeah, I look I agree. I don't think there's a lot of options. Do you think that this is damage I mean they're basically from- saying I like think- our only option is violence right there. Like yeah. what what
3: how else would you interpret that? And I also they also just assume that if this so if they also just assume that well, again let's we we'll use atlanta let's just, they also assume that the people of atlanta are going to tolerate this shit somebody coming like you know what i'm saying a bunch of people coming and doing this they like you know what I'm, like it's weird they assume that they're that if this happened again and especially in a city like atlanta that they these that they wouldn't be resisted by other people not just law enforcement or the national guard but other fucking people
0: i mean here's like i have a i have another option for them just accept the the conclusions of the justice system
3: and i can't believe that i am saying that (laughs) well right but i mean i'm like his fantasy just relies on like a lot of assumptions first that people are going to go like not that many people are going to go remember when trump did call for everybody to show up at his court date and fucking like a few dozen people showed up yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think that he like assumes a lot of people will go. The other assumption is that if a bunch of people show up at the jail, they'll just let him out. That's dumb. He also he also <laughs> and baked into this is the assumption that they could do a violence to get him out of jail, but that's very difficult. Um they're going they would get shot. Just that yep. they would get shot. Um I mean, and- what he's
0: essentially advocating for, he's not literally advocating for it but he's saying that it's the only option is political terrorism
3: and like i said baked into his thing is just the assumption that nobody would resist against this uh, millions or whatever which is a stupid thing to think that that there's be millions of people if trump got like incarcerated if trump got put in a uh, pretrial detainment or whatever so this is his 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 thing is really stupid. You think the people of Atlanta are going to fucking just sit there while a bunch of shit kickers come and try to break Trump out of jail? I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think it would be the people of Atlanta's job. I think it would be It doesn't matter
3: that it's not their job.
0: <laughs> I think the uh, the National Guard would get called in. But I okay,
3: I, I I don't think it's the people of Atlanta's job, but I don't think they want their city being invaded by a bunch of shit kickers. So I think they would show up, <laughs> actually. I mean, probably, hopefully.
4: I think he's going to win. I, I think he's going to win the nomination. Um, but do you think that's actually damaged his chances of winning the election as a whole, the fact that he's got all these indictments against him?
5: I think there are only two things that could stop him. Well, maybe three, one would be a rigged election that could stop him. Two would be if he keeps talking because, you know, things he says, they take out of context. So if he says a new thing, they can take out of context. Yeah. Well, that's, he's going to keep talking, sir. A whole new weapon. I mean, you can, you can play him in context. They're not any better. And doesn't say much more than the things he always says. He should just coast into the into the uh, presidency. Now, the the other thing which has no scientific basis, maybe, is the idea. Elon Musk says this, and I like to say it as well. That reality tends to be biased toward the most entertaining outcome, not for the people in the story. It might be all bad for them, but from the observer's point of view, the most entertaining outcome. And by far, the most entertaining outcome, if you know a standard three act movie play at the end of the third act. The, the hero of the movie is in such a bad situation. You can't even imagine how they would get out and somehow they do. Here's what the perfect movie would look like. I don't predict that. I'm just telling you if that way of predicting works, The fuck is, is what he talking about? Like. Uh, Trump is either, you know, on the risk of going to jail or even maybe spends a day in jail and somehow. At about the same time as the election is nearing, proof of election irregularity in 2020 is provided. (laughs) Like It actually comes out of nowhere. I don't see any. Let me be clear. I'm not aware of any election irregularity that I think is credible. But that would be the perfect movie if the thing that most people have discounted at this point, I don't think there's going to be any smoking gun. We're not going to find anything. If there is anything, uh, it would be the perfect movie to sweep him into office based on finding out that was true and then to clean house and take care of uh, as much business as he needs to. Now, at this point, I think it's an existential risk to Democrats. So notice he didn't like
0: none, none of his options were he just loses the election.
3: No, um, because (laughs) he can't say that as one of the options. Well, he can, but then his, his fans aren't going to like it.
0: I mean, that is like, he, he has never won the popular vote. So that is the most likely outcome that he just loses the election. Well, based on history, that's yes. the most likely outcome.
3: Yes. I, um, I, I'm not here to speculate. So I, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen and I, uh, I don't know. I, kind of don't even like this piece of content we got because it's really, it's really like a lot of Trump stuff. Like, and I, I, I I, I like, don't like talking about this
5: stuff. They're, they're not looking at just losing an election. And I think they know that because once you say, you know, Trump, we're going to put you in actual jail and we're trying as hard as we can to do it. The gloves are off. There's nothing to keep Trump from saying, all right, I mean, I who's saying that, that, though? It's not Biden
0: saying that. It's the Justice Department saying that. Well, and... It's the prosecutors that are prosecuting him saying that. Right. Even Merrick Garland didn't doesn't say that. Correct. And... Merrick Garland has gone out of his way to appear not politically biased to the point that he is politically biased towards... Trump and against the Democrats.
5: The gloves are off. There's nothing to keep Trump from saying, all right, if I can find any ridiculous reason that you broke a law, we're not going to play the old rules where if it isn't a good reason, you don't pursue it because that's not the way they play it. So in a way, I think he may have brought it on himself. His very first statement about uh, Hillary Clinton should be in jail. I I feel like when he started talking real jail then politics changed and they said if you're going to talk real jail for us we're actually going to put you in jail and it looks like that's what's happening
3: um i think actually who uh, said that uh, hold on i think actually that uh calling for the imprisoning of your political opponents might be one of them things that crosses the line uh, from the first amendment and maybe you should uh, face charges for doing something like that because that's such a dramatic violation of our uh, political norms that like you, you shouldn't do that because we're supposed to have a justice system for that. Now the problem is that now that the justice system's doing it because Trump was talking about doing it to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. A lot of people are able to just act like it's a uh, payback for him saying that he was going to do it to Hillary Clinton or whatever. Yep. And that's kind of what Scott Adams is doing here.
0: But Biden never said
3: that. Yes, I understand. But that's like Yep. Yeah, I understand.
0: Harris never said that. Even Garland never said
3: that.
5: So if he wins in this third So again, I would want to know
0: who does Scott Adams think said that? Like who in his mind is saying that he's thing these uh who in his mind is saying these things that he's attributing to, you know, them, the left?
3: I mean we it's he, the guy's just been indicted of crimes. That's not anybody even saying this. I mean, right? The Prosecutors
0: it, are saying you should be in jail, but well, they're not saying you should be in jail because you said Hillary should be in jail. They're saying you should be in jail because you did all these crimes that we have proof of.
3: Right. Or that we intend to prove in court or whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they call it proof. Yes. Sure if the prosecutors didn't call it
5: proof they wouldn't be good prosecutors (laughs) in this third act you know miraculous you know don't expect it but who knows you know find something about the election this dude
0: it's so sad watching like scott adams like really like this is his like head cannon he's invented this scenario where trump is the hero and everything works out and it's it's
3: really weird Except he's been doing this for a very long time. So it's not that weird.
0: Uh, Sure. I mean, it's not weird for him to be doing it, but it's, it's weird for like an adult to be doing it. Like for a kid, sure. You know, you're a kid might look at an older person and go, Oh, they're going to do everything and everything's going to be right. And they're the hero. But like when you're older, you kind of realize like people aren't heroes, like You shouldn't you shouldn't rely on someone to be good all the time because everyone is bad.
3: Right. Like my Twitter bio (laughs) says your heroes are trash, probably. Yep.
0: (laughs) Even the bestest person has been a douchebag sometimes.
5: In this third act, you know, miraculous, you know, don't expect it. But who knows? You know, find something about the election that sticks. Then a lot of people, I think you'd try to jail and I'd be in favor of that, actually.
6: Well, if you think about uh, your scenarios in part three, I mean, uh, him winning as a result of election interference in 2020 being revealed, if there is any, I think is unlikely given what we've seen in terms of, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop that got suppressed uh, a few days before the election. So even if there is anything, uh, which, as you say, there's no evidence
3: that we have that there is, I don't know that that would get there. But what I'm curious to ask. So there's no evidence, like, like This, this shit's, oh, there's no evidence of it. But if there were, it would be suppressed. Like you're inventing a conspiracy theory <laughs> to like for something that hasn't even not happened yet. I don't know how to. I I, 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 I can't believe I just said that. Right? Like I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't even quite sure how to say what I was saying there because of how stupid this is.
6: <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory of conspiracy theories. God, it's a bigger picture question, which is you, what you've described is actually a very sad downward spiral for your country. Um, and the question, I suppose, is this. I am old enough to remember when uh, Al Gore lost the election to George Bush. It was very close. The Democrats fought, uh, but eventually conceded that he'd lost and George Bush would became president. Uh, when Hillary lost to Donald Trump in 2016, she took a long time. And in fact, I don't know if she ever fully accepted...
0: She conceded she the lost. next day. Yeah, that idiot.
3: like yeah, I I think it might even been the night of. <laughs> <It laughs> yeah, might have been like, late. I mean, the next day, like three in the morning or something. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, she conceded a few hours after the election.
3: Right, the, she conceded pretty much as soon as it was called.
0: Yeah, but she
6: called him an illegitimate. Constantine is a fucking idiot. It's him a president.
5: I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. And so I know that he knows that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day. And history will probably sort it all out so of course he's obsessed with me and i believe yeah, i don't
3: know why she went out and said that
5: conscience in so much as he has the only
3: conscience. thing she could have said is she could have said look i got more votes than the guy and i'm not the president and i think that's pretty fucked up <laughs> that would be about it you know what i'm saying that would yeah. be about all that would be responsible to go out and say that was okay she wasn't you know
6: kicked off twitter and you know whatever.
3: And then but she Donald also admitted that he won. The the yeah, she conceded.
6: Election. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm not normally in the predictions business, but I'm going to say whoever loses the election in 2024 is going to claim it was illegitimate <laughs> one way or another. And that's not a hard prediction to make. Let's be clear, yeah. right? If it's close, especially. All so... Right. Where does that leave America and how, do, how does a society that has become, I mean, you say the division is online, and I agree with you, but online filters through to real life and people who are online then go out into the streets. How does a country like the United States handle this sort of political rancor and disagreement and dispute about the very basic outcomes of your elections?
5: Well, let me give you the, uh, the old guy perspective. I finally reached the age where I can say, oh, let me, let me tell you how things used to be when I was a kid. Right? So I got to you know, live through the 70s when all those long-haired hippies were sure that war was going to destroy the world. And, uh, and then the old people were sure that the hippies would never be um, good citizens who could keep the country going. And then you fast forward, and those same hippies are running everything and doing a pretty good job, you know, individually.
0: Running everything and into the, the ground.
5: <laughs> I guess the old people were right.
3: But also, this is this is this is dumb because not everybody of that generation was a hippie. Yeah, <laughs> that's like saying that everyone from my generation was a fucking raver, right? Yep, and they weren't. Trust me, I knew uh, some of my friends, some of my best friends, weren't ravers.
5: But, you know, we, we've had how many crises since uh, since I was born, you know, we were running out of oil, but not really. We were running out of food, but not really. We were going to be all nuking each other. Uh, there was going to be a hole in the ozone. And it just on and on. There and on. was a hole. So what? That, there was one of those things is not like the
0: other. There yep. was a hole in the ozone and we fixed it through well,
3: laws. Well, yeah, it's not completely fixed Yeah, it is recovering. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good portion of the way back
5: to where it was. So that's yeah, that, that's Scott Adams is a fucking moron. The optimism that I would give you is that humans are insanely good at adapting. If they can see a problem coming now, the problem we're talking about, I think everybody sees. So even if they think the elections are good, they can certainly see that half of the country is skeptical, and they know that's a problem by itself. So we can all. But it's not 50
3: percent when you ask. If polling does not show that 50 percent of the people in this country think that the 2020 election was like fraudulent. He's just wrong again. He keeps yeah, saying it's, half because
0: it's 70 percent of Republicans, and Republicans are about what. Forty percent less of the country. Because uh, no, because
3: the, the no, because the um independents, like or non unaffiliated, are the largest voting bloc, actually. Okay. But it doesn't matter. So, like, 25%. It so does, it, uh, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter. You're right, because then less because yeah, half of not even not even all Republicans think that. And so it's not fifty percent, but this this guy's fucking got brainworms where he thinks, Well, half the country's Democrat and half the country's Republican. It's like you dumb fuck. Those are not even Neither of those are the biggest voting block. It's the that's poli- the unaffiliated are the biggest voting block. Now don't get me wrong; most of those people lean one way or the other, and your voting habits would tend to show you that they might as well be a Democrat or a Republican. But that's the biggest voting block. and and this this guy's just an idiot. He does he hasn't thought about this very deeply and hasn't looked into any of this stuff at all. It's all vibes for him. All vibes.
5: <laughs> yep. Where you can all see the problems. I even have a name for it. It's called the adam's law of slow moving disasters if you can see it coming like the year 2000 bug oh the year 2000, we saw it coming so even though we didn't have much time that was enough the things that really need we saw it
3: coming like Something 1985. Like, and and a lot of the stuff that, that people thought was going to break wasn't actually going to break you know what i'm saying there was a lot of there was a lot of more there was a a, a a bit of a moral panic around it as well as the the actual problem. So it got blown up bigger than it was anyway.
0: Yeah. There were like. There were like. Extremely few systems. That actually represented the year. Using two digit number. Extremely few systems.
3: And some of them were important. And they were fixed.
0: Yeah. Like the vast majority of systems. Either represented like the number of seconds. Since the Unix epoch. Or represented like the year in in four digits or some other way but like I mean, there were people very that, few systems there there would, were people that were thought
3: even, that, there were people that thought crazy things like their microwave doesn't work and i was like i was like no your microwave doesn't know or care what day it is frendo <laughs> i mean people were thinking planes were going to fall out of the sky <laughs> right the plane might know or the plane might know and care what day it is but the pilot knows probably the, not the, the pilot knows sure as shit knows what day it is so that's fine
0: yeah and yeah the if the plane is like aiming for the ground the pilot would just go oh let me just take back control and aim for the sky instead COVID,
5: because <laughs> even though some people saw it coming we weren't really ready in the in the sense of really seeing it coming so i would say this is one of those we can see it coming everybody's sure there's a problem with the the election at least credibility if not the vote itself. And we all know that we're heading toward more problems, not fewer. So I would expect we'll probably do something like hitting bottom. So one possibility is that the whatever the aftermath of the next election is, is so bad that we say, all right, we're finally going to fix the system. So we're going to do whatever we need to do, which we mostly know what to do.
3: Uh, Okay. What part of the systems need to be fixed? What do we need to do? Like, he's like, well, we mostly know we need to fix the system. And he's just going to fucking move on without even like giving you any information as to what he thinks, like what system, the whole system, the voting system, what changes need to be made? And who is we that all knows the answer?
0: (laughs) Don't you know, Dave, (laughs) just the nebulous systems that need to be fixed and the nebulous we that all know that.
5: Or, or the other possibility, which is just as likely. Is that we will go on as if nothing happened, <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, have you ever tried to talk to people who don't do what we're doing for a living? If you talk to a normie lately, like here's my general conversation. This is this is yesterday, actually yesterday, with a with a uh, living human being, an adult. So uh, you know, I got a story to tell you about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Who? Vivek Ramaswamy is he's, he's running for president. The what you've never heard of Vivek Ramaswamy. You don't even know he's running for president No. Well, let me test this one. Purgosian Purgosian head of the Wagner group recently, allegedly blew up in an airplane.
3: Hmm, oh, that's really the guy out. they pushed his airplane out of a window. Oh, <laughs> it's the, happening to Russian oligarchs.
5: I've had, I was cited by a little politics bubble. So if you take that into the election, of the country notices (laughs) that that they're unhappy, (laughs) a bunch of people on, uh, social media complain, but they always were complaining. Anyway, the, the government just grinds on and puts into office, whoever they put into office and, you know, we're worrying about the economy again after that. So it's possible that nothing That is the most like his
0: anecdotal person that he talked to is representative of like
3: all normal people. Uh, t- to be fair he, he this was in a hipster coffee shop
0: um <laughs> no uh, but happens. like i can't imagine that most people in the united states do know who vivek Ramaswamy is like we're so early in the the election cycle people aren't paying attention and they're not going to be for months and, and- they shouldn't they shouldn't have to this it's ridiculous how long our election
3: cycles are they basically start as soon as the last election ends.
0: Yep, and it's because there's so much money in politics. There's just so sloshing much. around, and there really shouldn't be. Citizens United needs to be overturned.
3: Well, there's also other other decisions, but yeah, that that'd be a good start. Yeah, most people don't know and they don't care, and he's right. I mean, that most regular people who aren't like like terminally online and super into politics aren't even going to, like, I mean, they're going to probably have a preferred candidate because of, like, their their personal values. But yeah, they're not going to freak out over the result of the next election, probably. Most people don't. And
5: that's yeah. probably good. There just aren't enough people who are involved. Well,
6: c- Counter argument to that would be, Scott, that if you ask those same normies about January the 6th, they're all going to know what it was and have an opinion on it. And that you could argue is the product of that. Well,
0: yeah, that was much bigger news than Vivek Ramaswamy. (laughs) Right. To
3: to be fair, to be fair, Ford truck month is bigger news than Vivek Ramaswamy. (laughs) So it's Toyota. It's like, it's like, excuse me, sir. Do
0: you know about the latest Intel processor? No. Okay. Do you know about the moon? Yes. Okay. That's the problem. See, people don't know about the processors, but they know about the moon. That's crazy. Crazy how that works.
5: Yes, but let's say, uh, Joe Biden wins and that very same system says everything was fine. The norm is going to say, well, it looks like everything's fine. You won fair and square. Trump was unpopular. That's the whole story.
3: I mean, that's literally what what happened last time. Yeah, that's what's probably. And that's the, I think the most likely outcome this time too. You know, they, or Trump is deeply unpopular and somehow managed to, manages to get the right votes in the right places and wins the Electoral College, but loses by six or seven million votes in the popular vote. And uh, then we just keep going like that's a normal thing that should keep happening.
5: Of course, the yep. Republicans would.
0: I mean, would it's how generally. it's how every Republican has won at least their first term in the past, what, 35
3: years? My entire know. life, a Republican starting at, has starting never 2020. won. Starting in 2020, yeah.
0: No, starting in 1992. A Republican has never won their first election, their first term in presidential H- office with by winning the popular vote. But they're doing that. The now. only election where uh, the Republican did win the popular vote was Bush's second term since since I day. was born.
5: <laughs> you know what what's happening because of the complaints? You know, we get we have something to talk about. That's it. There's nothing physically happening.
4: Hey, KK, do you mainstream with what's happening? That like I said, it, eventually everybody will know about it. And the other counter argument is, whilst I take your point, everybody everybody's becoming more political now. Everybody is, and certainly young people. Well,
5: are they? You know, uh, I'll tell you the the feeling I get and the energy I, I get is this energy for, uh, you know, a national divorce and, you know, we'll, we'll pick up our weapons if something goes wrong and, you know, we're gonna have to have a revolution. By national divorce, he means civil war. And all that. I don't feel any of that energy in the real world. When I walk outside, there's none of it. So my my assumption that there'll be massive political uh, grassroots like you know massive problems almost zero there will be political groups who will protest but you know organized groups have funding from somebody and you know they got together online but it's not gonna represent there will be domestic
0: people. terrorist groups who commit acts of domestic terrorism
3: I don't I don't know if that's that will happen
0: this, that has been happening consistently for the last few 50 years. Do you think it's all of a sudden
3: going to stop now? But th- I don't know if that will happen directly as a result of the next
5: election. Okay. It'd be, you know, the, the 1% acting out. So I just don't think there's going to be massive civil unrest. We'll just be more complaining online. Mostly.
6: Well, you're right. I mean, that sort of national divorce thing, having traveled across America, never heard one person. I was talking to political people. It's a very right. online conversation, I think, uh, right. and not necessarily a particularly useful one. Uh, however, the, the question I did want to ask you is, you said we mostly know how to fix the election system so that it's transparent and fair and, and seen
5: to be both. Uh, how, do we do, how do you do that? Well, it might be fair. That's the part I don't know because it's unknowable, because there are elements of the election system that are not transparent by their nature. For example, wouldn't you like to see the code of all the machines and where that goes to and then the code of how it's being counted? And wouldn't you like to see it before and after an election? You
3: know, OK, so one of the there, there are independent groups that audit this code. I think uh, it should be open source. I think it should be open source, but there are groups and individuals that have been able to audit this code.
0: Yeah, it, it may not necessarily like I, I don't think it should necessarily be free code. Meaning like under something that the that like uh, is considered a free and open source license. Uh, but it should be open source, meaning that anyone can download and analyze the source code
5: you like to see if anything changed since the last time you looked at it? I mean, that would be a basic thing.
3: Or alternately, you can you can find out if something changed. Hold on, you you just have there's hashes you can use to find that stuff out. You idiot.
5: Countries do don't use any electronic stuff because by its nature, it's too hard to um, make it transparent because you can always say, but the thing you showed me, is that exactly what's in the machines? How do I know? How do I know you didn't send me like a fake thing, or show me the one machine that's not rigged, or only a few machines have to be rigged, so it doesn't matter how many. I mean, cost. I'm I'm
0: fine with doing like. all paper ballots. Um, he does know that that would
3: that would cost more,
0: right? We like he already, has to know
3: that California already does all paper ballots. Yeah, and we're a tenth of the country, so so he's that's <clears throat> his his problem here is he think he's probably one of these hand count guys. But he's not going to say it, right? He's going to just dance around it. No.
5: Likely you'd find a bad one. So as soon as you have anything electronic in the system, even if the company could uh, um, assure you that it's fair, and even if you were sure it was, you would never be able to prove it. It wouldn't have the transparency that you need for this kind of, this kind of level of importance. So the first thing is, do you even want electronic machines? The second thing is. Uh, the ballot boxes and the identifications and the, you know, making sure that people vote just once. Take take a simple idea. Somebody suggested this. I don't know if this is the idea, but if your ballot if your ballot drop boxes uh, had to be near an ATM, let's just say we made a law. Uh, I'm just you know spitballing here and brainstorming, but all of the ATMs have cameras. So we would know if the same person showed up fifty times. That's one of the claims.
0: Uh, but you can show up to a ballot drop box two times. Like if I drop my ballot off and then I also drop my wife's ballot off, that's me showing up to a ballot box and dropping a ballot in it twice. But that's not me voting twice.
3: <coughs> this is this is this is really dumb. Also, like. How did how good does he think the camera at an ATM is? It's designed to see you when you're at the ATM, right? Not, it's not designed to see a ballot box twenty feet or ten feet off to the side. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? You think there's a fisheye on there that just sees the whole neighborhood <laughs> with retinal scanners? Yeah, like what does he thinks going on here? That's and it's not. It's 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 there to like mostly protect the
5: bank. <laughs> like they don't give a shit about the ballot box nearby. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, that has never been demonstrated to my satisfaction. But you know, all we'd have to do is make sure there's video on all of the drop boxes. Now that's all we got to do. Security issues, blah blah blah. But I'm sure we could work through them. Those are all legal hurdles that could be unhurdled. <laughs> you, you could take the hurdles away. So I'm no expert on the system, but if I said to you, there has to be transparency, there have to be two people, you know, from opposing sides watching every part of the counting there for, already is
3: then, yeah you can there are then, tons that you can you can go observe anybody can go observe literally anyone can yep and again opposing sides what about like other part what about independents? people who aren't registered what about them like you know what i'm saying not not that they're not registered but not registered as a republican or a democrat now oh, just people from the opposing sides what about the independents? shouldn't they be allowed like you know what i'm saying this is stupid
0: yeah like anyone can go and watch the counting
3: i mean assuming that there's enough room like if too many people show up there's just not room for you but then you you there's already enough observers there by that you know what i'm saying like once you yeah like (laughs) the the idea is the the, the, for the transparency is that you will let a a reasonable amount of people observe the counting and if if the place is filled up well that's already been taken care of
0: and no, like at some other- point you do have to trust someone, right? And you're like, you have to trust the guy who says that he's a Republican and he was watching all of it go down and it's fine. Right. And like if other- you don't trust that guy, you don't trust the people that are counting. You don't trust the people that made the machine that you voted on. You don't trust. Like if you don't trust anyone, then why even vote?
3: Yeah. And the other thing is like, you know, the, the, the machines that count the ballots. I mean, you can, uh, unless you're like an expert on how that machine works, you can only kind of glean so much information uh, from that, um, like watching it. Do you know what I'm saying? And people might do things there that you think appear to be suspicious, but that's just sort of part of their daily routine as working uh, with these machines. So I'm not sure that, I'm not sure that more just two people from opposing sides really solves anything. I think more than that are allowed in these spaces anyway.
0: Yeah. You might see someone eating a ginger mint and think I should ruin their life over
5: that. And that would get me a lot closer to at least feeling we were serious about transparency, the, the way things are now, it sends a very clear message that the people in charge, maybe on both sides, don't want full transparency. that's the message i get as a
3: so the things he described largely already exist um except for the cameras at each drop box but um i mean if there weren't cameras pointing at drop boxes how would dinesh d'souza have gotten all that that footage to like lie about
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah of people going and picking up the ballots at those drop
3: boxes
5: (laughs) a citizen I don't
0: well, that see was the craziest effort. thing is like there was someone in a van whose job it was to go pick up the ballots at a ballot box and Dinesh was like look at this person coming and taking these ballots isn't like, that what? suspicious and It's like, no it's like well how Why would that be suspicious how else are they going to get to where they're counted
3: they don't count them at the ballot drop off right that would be insecure. What if if the wind blows one of them away, like you're just standing out there and it starts raining
5: and now you can't read the fucking ballots (laughs) like serious on the Republican side. I don't see it on the Democrat side. They talk about, you know, normal improvements of things, but nothing like what would give us full transparency. For example, I don't have any way to find that my vote got recorded and successfully, you know, in the final database.
3: That's incorrect. Uh, you do in California. Yeah, I, I think he lives in California, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you do. You can track your. Oh, then he's wrong. I, but I don't you know. I said I think. He, I said top. I think. I said I think he lives in California. But I would have to assume that most states have a similar system where you can see what's up with your ballot.
0: Yeah, you tear the little tab off at the top, and then you go online and you put in the number that's on the tab, and it tells you whether your ballot was counted.
3: No, but then you have to believe them.
0: That's true.
5: <laughs> There's really no way to do that, uh, even for a sample group of people. For example, couldn't you couldn't you have a law that says uh, some randomly selected group of people will be the only ones who have, uh, by opt-in, they can check their vote, but nobody knows who they are. So then you can do
3: a random sample and say, okay. But what about California where you can just do it? Yeah. It's not even ramble, random because it's fucking everybody. It's...
0: Yeah, I guess it it's kind of random. It's randomly 100% every time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this guy doesn't know what the shit he's talking about.
5: <laughs> yeah. Did these 10,000 people, did they check and their vote actually was recorded as they voted or not? You wouldn't have to check everybody. You could check 10,000 randomly. So there's probably a whole bunch of things you could do. Or you could check whoever yeah, wants yeah, to check because everyone can check. Full transparency, but I don't really see an effort.
3: Alright, we gotta fucking, I, I can't take one more minute of this. Fuck this shit. This guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. I just found out from chat that this guy lives in Danville, California which really sucks because that's just round the way from me. Um, <laughs>
0: and so yeah, he's a fucking moron. Doesn't even know that you can check whether your vote was counted online. So he's never even bothered to read the top of the ballot. It tells you that on the top of the ballot.
3: I wonder if he even bothered to vote. <laughs> Probably not like yo or in, like yep. somebody we're hearing from chat in election in georgia you can actually see how someone else voted and i think in california after a certain amount of time it becomes a matter of public record because i think one time i think one time the good wife yelled at me for not voting so
1: <laughs>
0: okay
3: you can see whether someone voted not who they voted for oh uh, that i don't know i okay I, but but i i'm i'm just i'm like he. it Unless he has that, uh, unless he has that house in Danville and also lives somewhere else and is registered to vote somewhere else, then he has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, you just tear that thing off. I've never bothered to track my ballot. Um, but, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I know you can. Yeah, because I, I read the
0: ballot. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It lets you do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have tracked it. I guess as a no, fuck that. I don't have other shit to do. I'm not going to track my ballot. Like he, like he didn't, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like this guy just straight up doesn't know what he's talking about. And I think like somebody in chat earlier was saying that he like had a successful comic and he thinks that makes him like a good at things, (laughs) like (laughs) makes him competent at any number of things, which is untrue.
0: He is competent at having a successful comic strip period.
3: Having previously had a successful comic strip, his uh, recent antics have uh, actually made a lot of newspapers (laughs) be like, ah, maybe not so much.
0: That's right. He's not even competent
3: at that anymore, (laughs) but it isn't even because he can't draw Dilbert or whatever. It's because he can't shut the fuck up. And like the biggest, (laughs) if you could imagine this, the biggest newspapers where you make the most money are in cities and people in the cities, they find out the Dilbert guy lost his mind and they're like, well, fuck Dilbert and fuck the Dilbert guy. Yep. (laughs) Ah, oh, that was really hard. I don't like covering like not just on this show, but on any of my stuff. I don't like covering stuff that's this this much partisan politics. I think you and I end up talking past each other in a lot a lot of times because uh, you want to talk about partisan politics, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do enjoy talking about partisan politics,
3: <laughs> and um, and but also it just it's just it's just a like a trudge. Because I don't, I just don't give a shit what's, what the Dilbert guy thinks about um, partisan politics. And I'm sure if we listened to it more, they'd get into some fucking crap about cancel culture that I'd be more interested in probably. But I can't take one more minute of that fucking video. If we, if we were going to try to watch that whole thing, we'd be here till like 11 o'clock. Cause we I had to kick, I had to keep starting it. And then, and then when you started talking again, I had to back up five seconds. So. Like we, we, we would have been here fucking forever. It wouldn't have been like, it wouldn't have been like, would not have been like this. Oh my God, this feels like forever. It would just be forever.
0: So maybe, you know, since you don't like talking about partisan politics and I do like talking about partisan politics, do you know if any, uh, if anyone has ever like uh, started a, a podcast where a, a, a white cis male middle class man, talks about partisan politics. Do you know if that's ever been done before?
3: An engineer, even? Yeah, a software engineer, man. Yeah. No, no I I don't think that exists. You should you should, corner, you should corner the market on that shit. Definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's been done. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to
0: read us out this week? All right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh this has been the Intellectual Dollar Tree where we uh we Pick the the lowest hanging branches of the the intellectual dollar tree every week. Uh, if you're watching live, then right after the upcoming song, we'll be playing. Uh, or sorry, we'll be doing uh, Red Light. So stick around for that. And if you'd like to check out our other shows, you can do that on at. Uh, you can check them out at ecoplexmedia.com. Uh, check us out live at twitch.tv slash ecoplexmedia. Uh, and if you'd like to support us, you can do that at patreon.com echoplex. And you can also do that at our store, eplex.store. Now, uh, this is Boomers by Periscope.
2: Saturday is Catterday on Ecoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit ecoplexmedia.com/panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that Now Space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at Twitch.tv/ecoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at ecoplexmedia.com.